Okay, guys, this is a special for you guys. We're doing two more Star Trek Enterprise podcasts because we're bored on Memorial Day weekend. So, Vicky, you're listening to Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. I'm Vicky. And today we're going to be reviewing Strange New World. And our other one is going to be Unexpected. We'll do two separate ones podcast for that and add them out here so vicky strange new world what did you think this episode was about i thought that they would come across the new planet with a new species okay well since we've watched the episode and found out that that's not exactly exactly wrong but they didn't meet a new species no so yeah there's that. So, season one, episode four, Strange New World. So, we come in and we see a crew woman looking at an insect book eating plomic soup. Now, plomic soup, uh, I'm not exactly sure how it's made, but I do know they use a different route to change the flavor, I guess. So, you know, that's what it is. It's very bland. Um, all of a sudden, a world pops up in the windows. And everybody in the mess hall races to see what it is. Captain Archer hasn't said anything about it over the intercom. So, T'Pol mentions that it is a Minshara-class planet. Which, in later on in this uh, TOS TNG series... You'll hear them classify it as Class M. It's a Class M world, so it's Class Minshara, which means suitable for human life. Which brings me to my first question. Why are Vulcans so cold-hearted? Or Okay, so the Vulcans and the Romulans are basically the same species. Just so you know. I know you haven't met the Romulans yet, but you will. So... The Vulcans have purged all emotions, so they are purely logical. Whereas the Romulans have decided to screw logic, we're going to go and be purely about our emotions. So that happened. So the Vulcans, being cold-hearted, they're just being very logical about it. So if they were in a stressful situation, their logic would dictate, okay, i got to kill this half the crew in order to save that half the crew, well, now you need to see, find out which crew members are important versus the others. Logically right. deciding. They're not cold-hearted so much, it's just, just they have no emotions. Although T'Pol kind of squeaks eh, some emotion out here and there. So, but that's for another reason we'll find out later on in the series. Right. So, does that answer your question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so... Paul is, is telling the Captain Archer that they need, they need to take about a week and let probes do all the research for them. Now, could this have helped? Basically, if they had done what she said, episode over, pretty yep. much. Because there would have been nothing else going on. Done! Episode over! They've launched probes. No harm, no foul. Exactly. <laughs> Archer says that they can't discover strange new worlds if they just sit around on their hands 
Well, kind of a nicer way of saying I'm sitting here with my thumb up my butt. Okay, understood. So Archer tells to Paul to ready the away team. She gets to pick them out. Hooray! Cold logical to Paul. So the crew woman is an entomology specialist, as we find out. And is trying to connect with T'Pol. I had some plumbing soup today. It was very delicious. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> but Tripp says you're more likely to make friends with a Tellerite than with her. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny. So... They fly down to the planet's surface. And we see Porthos jump out of the spaceship. Or the space shuttle. The shuttle pod. And it was fun. Because Trip even states, where no dog has gone before. Because <laughs> he's peeing on the tree. Yes. So T'Pol has been to 36 different worlds. Uninhabited worlds. Or inhabited worlds. Not sure. Um... Paul wants to, after a while of everybody, um, Trip takes a picture of the crew on their first ever Manchard planet. Kind of nice, one for the history books. And they all go exploring. Supposed to be back at the shuttle at what, 1900 hours? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Archer, of course, being human, along with Trip and I think Mayweather was with him, lost track of time. And T'Pol being cold, logical T'Pol is there at the shuttle on time. Yay, Vulcans. <laughs> T'Pol states that they found some nocturnal marsupials, I think it was. What are marsupials? Like monkeys. Okay. <laughs> I had to ask that question. Um, and, they sh- and they should stay to check them out during the night. Um, uh, I can't barely read my notes sometimes. Uh, the crew is having, so Mayweather and Trip decide to stay behind as well. Because camping trip, Mayweather is telling ghost stories, and T'Pol is, of course, at the end of it, a buzzkill. Yeah. Cold, logical to Paul. A crewman who we find out is, um, let's see, where did I put it in my notes? It's right there. His name was Ethan. Uh, starts getting a headache. First signs of trouble that we know of late now that we've watched it, but not at the time. So the fireflies all of a sudden are gone and a storm rolls in. Trip has a bug in his sleeping bag. Interesting. T- the T'Pol's tent basically breaks open and she calls, as she's seeing Trip and Mayweather fight against this bug, <laughs> T'Pol calls over the communicator to Trip and he's like, no, 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 I got it under control. There, there, where's the face pistols? I'm just going to stun it. <laughs> 
I'm just gonna stun it. Give me your boot. What for? So I can squish it. Are you even allowed to squish alien insects? It, oh, that doesn't apply if it's in your bag. <laughs> so anyways, they decide to head for some caves that are only a kilometer away for shelter. Um, they did forget the food packs when they got there. So Mayweather goes back. And after chasing one of the food packs for a few seconds... He sees somebody, but can't tell who they are. Again, second signs of something's wrong. Because there's no life on this planet except for insect life, basically. Ethan then hears things in the, in the tunnel. Trip is trying to calm him down because there is nobody on the th- on the planet. Then Ethan decides to run off. Trip and Mayweather go after him. Tabal goes to check out what Ethan heard. There's nothing there on the planet. What could he have heard? Might as well go check it out, right? Right. Da na na. The crew woman goes back. Basically, a few a few minutes after Tabal. And thinks that she sees DePaul talking with this alien species. But says that there's nobody there. Okay. But DePaul says there's nobody there. Okay. Trip sees something as they're trying to find Ethan come out of the rocks. Mayweather almost... And then as they're continuing on their journey to find Ethan, Mayweather almost falls off a cliff. Kind of action-packed. Kind of a little bit of fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The female crew member thinks that she's... Okay, I already got that part. Da, da, da. <laughs> DePaul states the rocks are carbonite and limestone. Okay. So, Archer... Uh, God, I got to write better notes. So, Archer is, decides... is told about the situation... So he calls Ethan as he's in the shuttle pod coming to pick him up. Ethan tells Archer basically to go to hell. Now, that's not something you tell your captain in a conscious state, right? No, you wouldn't. Archer tries to land, but there's too much wind, and he smacks the shuttle pod against the rocks, and they lose a thruster. So, even if they could land, the chances of them taking off are slim to none. Right. So, Archer tells Trip to manage until the wind dies down as best they can. Everyone starts turning on to Paul. Because of the hallucinogen in the, that's been blown around from the wind. The tropocycling. Tryptocycling, yeah. Tryptocycling. They're running low on water. Trip is getting iri- uh, irrational. Ethan is not doing so good. <laughs> so that's basically where we're at right now. Uh, Trip does not trust to Paul because he was told by the female crew member, who I forget her name, maybe it was Ed, maybe it wasn't, I don't remember, that. Paul was talking to the alien species and of course 
trip, everybody's doing this hallucinogen, so he believes the crewman, not Paul. Right. <clears throat> so. Um, they tried calling Ethan to get him to go back to the cage, cave, but he's not answering his communicator. So they beam him aboard. But there's a problem in the middle of the beaming. There's debris. Debris, yes. So when they beam aboard, he is reconstructed, reconstituted, if you will, with rocks and sticks and leaves in his skin. Oh boy. Let's see if he's going to make this one. He probably is the first one to die. T'Pol is starting to break a little bit with the hallucinogen. She's not immune, but because she's a Vulcan physiology, she is different. They are six weeks out from Earth, according to Tripp, when he's yelling at the rocks. He is seriously out of his mind <laughs> at this point, my opinion. <laughs> Ethan is in sick bay and out cold. Archer is told he can speak to him if he wants to, but doesn't know how much good that'll do. Ethan is healing. They find tryptocycline in his blood. It's a hallucinogen. Um, the crew sensors on their pads could not detect them because they were not set up to detect the tryptocycline. So, okay. One mistake at a time, we'll fix it as we go, right? Right. Well... It will affect everyone. Trip is pointing a phaser at T'Pol's head <laughs> when they call her up to tell her about the trip to cycling. So, uh, Trip is very out of it. Mayweather and the female crewman pass out, or are close to it, to be honest. So it's just Trip and T'Pol, the lovers. <laughs> They're the only ones not passed out yet. T'Pol cannot, uh... As Trip decides to start freaking out and talking to a very large rock that he calls Velik, T'Pol reaches for a phaser and gets it and points it at Trip. And is not speaking English very well now. She is speaking more Vulcan than English. Which could be a result of the trip to cycling. Yep. Um, Velik, we find out, is Trip's 10th grade Vulcan biology teacher. Yep. Cool. So, um, Trip, uh, let's see. Well, then we get a call from Phlox to Archer. He better get down to sickbay. Ethan is not doing so well. We found out that as the tryptocycline disperses, it's leaving behind a toxic poison in the bloodstream. He's treated them with uh, anaproboline, but is not sure if it's going to work or not. In fact, he, may, he thinks it may be too late already. So, okay, I wrote here... Ethan almost dies. 
Ethan. At first I wrote Ethan dies and I put it up at top of, above it. Almost. Well, I thought he was going to die. I thought he was dead already. That was my fault. I forgot he doesn't die. I thought, oh God, he's dead. And <laughs> Dr. Flox is visibly upset because Flox is like any good doctor. They hate to lose a life. In my opinion. I'm pretty sure there's maybe a few of them out there like, hey, they died. Others are probably like, fuck, what could I have done different? You know? Exactly. Because Flox did not do a micro uh, cellular scan, which he probably should have, but not knowing. You know, you don't do things if you don't know that you should. So, Flox gets a set of anaprobaline injections ready to beam down. T'Pol tells Hoshi that Trip will kill her in Vulcan, and she's dead serious about it. So, with Trip being under the influence of this, along with T'Pol and Mayweather and the female crewman, again, sorry, I forgot her name, my bad. Uh, Archer decides to try and convince Trip that he needs to lower his weapon, including making up a story at the last minute of how this is a top secret mission. T'Pol was the only one supposed to know about it. Archer's going to tell Trip, hey, these rock creatures are silicon based. They're now going to destroy the ship because of you guys going into the... Because the, the, the storm wasn't supposed to hit, but you went into the caves. You weren't supposed to go into the caves. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> so he tells Trip that Hoshi is going to tell uh, to Paul to talk to the rock creatures or silicon base creatures, if you will. <laughs> the rock creatures, yeah. <laughs> if they actually existed. So T'Pol tells Hoshi that it's not in her forte to role play, as it were. She doesn't like to role play. She's never done it. Yeah. So she does play along, though. Archer tells them that. It worked. Now you need to make nice, make yourself look nice, and lower the phaser. As he lowers it, T'Pol shoots Trip. Ouch! And I thought, oh God, now she's it's going to turn for the worst, and he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) You thought he was dead all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, she killed. As soon as uh, Trip lowers the phaser, she shoots him. After that, T'Pol goes out and gets the I. anapropylene injections and ejects everyone saving them all the next morning Trip wakes up did you shoot me last night last night unfortunately I did (laughs) well they were out of their gourds so I would assume I would shoot Trip too and Mayweather says well I thought it was all a dream no it really happened apparently so then the crew gets beamed aboard the Starship Enterprise. Well, they don't get beamed. They get to the shuttlecraft. Because the winds have died down, and then they're safe now. They're not going to die. Hooray! No death! So, Vicky, your thoughts on this episode? Considering you were off a little bit, yes, they did find a new world... No, they did not find any new alien species except for insects and marsupials. Cool. But they didn't find an actual alien species that they needed to help. Right. Unfortunately. 
But you were closer than you have been. I was close. Do you have any more questions you want to ask? Um, do we know what a geophysical survey is? Geophysical survey. Well, geology is based on rocks. Right. So basically what they're doing is they're surveying the land. So they're surveying the rocks. Mm, well, the land itself. Well, yeah. You know, trying to make maps of the okay. planet. Maybe for future colonization, which, to be honest, I don't think I'd want to live there if that's going to happen. Not if I'm going to get hallucinate drugs in my system and <laughs> go around shooting people. Hell yeah. True. <laughs> so, any other questions? No. I missed the geological survey part a little bit. A little. I know they said it, I just don't remember where they said it at. Oh, yes. One more question. What's impulse research? What's what? Impulse research. Impulse research? Well, you have impulses, don't you? So it's basically researching your impulses, right? I don't know. It might be. <laughs> we'll have to look that up. Then. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this way we can get things figured out. Okay, so Vicky, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best, 5 being in the middle, where do you rate this episode? Uh, I would probably rate this one as a 6.5 this time, because it was a little weird, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as it goes, I mean, yeah, they did some cool CGI stuff. <sighs> Might have to give it a 4. You know? Okay. So, out of all the crew members and species we've seen so far, who was the most valuable person in this? That made the whole entire thing hinge on that one person. To Paul. Explain. <laughs> She's uh, very smart. Well, she is a Vulcan. They and, are very smart people. And uh, very... She likes to get it done. Does that make sense? She, she likes to get right straight to the point. Yeah, she's straight to the point. Right, well, that is Vulcans for you. So me, I'd have to... God, who could... i got to give it to Flux. He saved her life. You know, if he didn't find out about the, the deadly toxin in the hydro, uh, trip to cycling... We would have lost all the crew, or all of those crew members. That's true. So, I'm going to have to give it to Phlox. And her, because she was less affected, she was kind of sane. She knew when she shot Trip to still be able to get the injection to the yeah. crew. Yes. But that is inherent in her Vulcan physiology. But she might not have known if Phlox hadn't said, hey, we're, we're beaming the the medicine to you, she might not have known if he wouldn't have said anything. Does that make sense? Well, he would have had to say something if you're beaming something like that down. Yeah. You know, my opinion. My opinion. So, now, we've already watched the next one, but you already wrote down your stuff for the next one, which is going to be Undiscovered. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, let me look at my notes and make sure what the name of it is. It is unexpected. So, as of right now, 
we're going to post this one and the next one because we're bored at home. Because my load got canceled for today because Memorial Day. Nobody was loading another driver that does the same run as me until in the morning he'll be heading out back to into Rollins. And then I'll be picking up his trailer and he'll be picking up mine. And we come back to our prospective corners as it were. Mm-hmm. So we can keep our route on, on time and on schedule. So, since we're bored, since we don't pick up my new, or the new to me truck until 7, you know, got nothing better to do, might as well watch some Star Trek. <laughs> so, Vicki, I hope you're having fun doing this. Yes. I'm trying to. Oh, wait, I always do. <laughs> so, until next time. Vicky <laughs> and William. <laughs> and I'm William. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>